Okay, I got to Vach. It's Moitzi Shabbos. Last week we got up to the end of the parak, and we're going to start a new parak today, Parak Shani. Parak Shani tonight we begin, and we're off to a slightly late start, but not too bad. A couple of minutes late. Okay, Elum of and Lepeah. These items, <coughs> when you give pay in a field, you have to. It, it, each field is, is considered a separate field. You can't give for a field here, and then we might see the field, uh, you know, in another another city. The field, each field has its own independent field. So the question is, well, what is what is what constitutes one field? How do you measure it? So the, 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 this mission is going to give a list of different things. That create a break in a field, so that the field has to each side of the break has to be given independently. So these are the things. These are the things that are mafsik. Hanachal is a stream. Hashlus a canal. We'll get into the details in a minute. Derachayachet a private road. Derachayachet a public road. Shvilayachet a shvilayachet private path, public path. Now the last two, the private and the public path, those have a particular uh, condition. Which is, in order for a private or public path to be considered a break, it has to be in use both during the, the rainy season and during the summer, so during dry season, because uh, it's, it, otherwise it's not kosher enough to be considered a break. But is, the, is this, is there nakamina in the quantity? No, it's still going to be a 60th. So if the field's bigger, it's still a 60th. Yeah, yeah, so, absolutely, so absolutely. Not, there won't be nafkamina in terms of the total yield yeah. that you'll have to give, but there it's will be. It's where you have to. It's where you exactly. Uh-huh. It is where you're going to have to put the payer. You'll have to put the payer. Let's say you have a path going through the center of it, so you'll have to put one sixtieth on one side of that field on the right of it, and one sixtieth on the left side uh-huh. of the path. Like the you're saying. Yes, it's a geographic uh, marker. Um, uh, habor. Fallow land means it hasn't been planted, it hasn't been plowed. Near it's been plowed. There's there acher, different species. Kaisel shachas mafsik. If you if that's where you the, the, the farmer sometimes will cut. Um, let's say you have a field of wheat and it starts to grow. So sometimes in order to feed the animals, the farmer will cut out a section in the middle because he needs to give his animals food, and that might even, not, not, that may not have even grown a third. So um, that that area is considered uh, a hefsek. That area, that area. I mean, this is a machlokes tanah. So according to a mayor, this kaitzelashachas is a break, and therefore, subsequently, when you finally do your final kitzira later on down the year, when the wheat has grown its full amount, according to a mayor, but the, we've got two spots, and the chacham disagree. Uh, the only time it will be a what a considered a hefsek between the two sides of the fields is if you plowed over that area that you harvested the shachas from. But if you just left it as is, so that you have the, the stalks there, you know, the, the, the little stalks sticking out of the ground where, where you know where the sickle had or the machinery had cut it away. You haven't plowed over that area, then that's not considered. In other words, the Chacham hold this is just the beginning 
of the full harvest. You've started the harvest a little early. And it'll, you'll finish the harvest later on down the, down the year, a month later, let's say, whenever ever it gets to be fully mature. And at that point, it's considered one field. And you'll just take the 160th off the edge of that whole field. So that will be the Machlechus, the Chachamim, and Reb Meir. This is a, not a question of values, it's a question of location. Yes, everything here is a location issue, correct. That's what just said. End of, right, end of doing the same row. That's it's correct. A, it's a 60th no matter what. It's a 60th no matter minimum, what. Minimum a 60th no matter what. So now what. let's get into some details here. There's some details, very important details here, which the Rambam uh, um, uh, explains us the uh, difference we mentioned a few things here, so I want to just point out a couple of very important points here. Now, um, the distinction between the Derech HaRabim, Derech HaYachid, Shvil HaRabim, Shvil HaYachid. What exactly is the exact difference? So the Rambam says, Derech HaYachid is four amas wide. Derech HaRabim is sheish esrei amas wide. Literally, or HaRabim, 16 amas, right? Shvil HaYachid is less than 4 Amas. Shvil HaRabim is less than 16 Amas. What's that? If you think it's always based on size, if the narrower ones are considered separation, then why do I need the mission to tell me the wider ones? Oh, so this is the, this is the, this is the, the, the number one question. What, if, if narrow, right, Trump's is asking a great question. If a narrower one is considered a break, so then why do I need uh, 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 to, to list that the wider one is considered a break? Surely the wider one is considered a break. So to this, the um, Mephoshim kind of give the following answer. Uh, there's a Mishnah later on, it's the next, I think it's the next Mishnah maybe, that says these things that are li- listed in this Mishnah that are breaks are only breaks for Tvua or Kidneyus. But Steho Elon, which we've already established last last week, we, we've learned that both the orchards, the fruit, also require payah. Steho Elon, it is not a hefsek for. So if you have an orchard and you have a, a path that goes through the orchard, it is not a hefsek for the orchard. The only thing that's a hefsek for the orchard, the, the mission is going to tell us, is a mechitza, which is gavaya, ten tfachim, has to mamish be a full regular mechitza in order for it to be a, a, a divider. So they explain, that's why it says these things in the Mishnah. To tell me that even a, a, a Der Harabim, which is 16 Amis, is only going to be a Hafsik by Tvua and Kitnias, but not by Steho Elon. Steho Elon is not a Hafsik. I, I don't know about reasons yet, but you know, I, I'll go put them. This is one way to answer the question. Um... The other thing to understand here is 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 um, Look at number two. One second, please. Derek Harabim, the 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 Hamuna, uh, uh, says the following: Yesh There's a chiddush in Derek Harabim. This is another answer to perhaps your question that you're asking. Afagav Sharabim Yeshlem Harbe Drachem. The, 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 the Rabbim have many streets, right? We've got many streets that, that we could go down. We have our choice of streets to go traveling through. The Efshar Shiyaz Rudarach It's possible they'll just abandon this street. This street will become 
not, it won't be used anymore by the Rabbim. You know, there's a, a preferred uh, route. Lo yelchavo, mikomakam kimen shriach duhu l'derach haramim mafsik afapishin akavua kolashono. Kinnerily. So he answers his question kind of like, once it's designated, even if it's fallen out of use, it's already considered a hefsek. So that might be another answer, right? You hear that? Yeah. Um, let me let, let me tell you let me tell you something else over here. Something another thing I want to tell you over here. Where where is the Mishnah? Which Mishnah? That you said the the different uh, size pass. Said it's a Mishnah. No, I said no. The, the sizes are in the Rambam Parak Gimel. Oh, Rambam. Rambam Hilchas Matnasaniim Parak Gimel Halacha uh, Gimel three three. Uh, I want to say one other thing over here. Um, the Ravid is interesting. The Ravid says like this. The Ravid says the difference between the the Rambam not not like the Rambam. The Rambam has given us sizes to make the difference. The Ravid says. It's not dependent on whether it's wide or narrow. What is the difference? When we talk about a street, we're talking about things that are open for the public to use. So people who are traveling through the city will use this street. That's called a derach harabim. If it's not the public use, but we use it for private, it's called derach hayochid. But if it's only for use among the, to get from one field to the other field, you know, like a shortcut in our backyard or something like that, it's not it's not used to go from one city to another. Mikri shvil, then it's called a path. So the shvil hayachin, shvil harabim, mentioned in the end of the Mishnah, in the second part of the Mishnah, those are used to go like you know in the, in the back back roads. Some say because it's it's called a shrill because it's only a tefach wide. And finally, there's one other definition here where where it's not used it's not used for animals. It's only used for people. In that case, where it's only used for people, that also might be a definition of shvil, a difference. Okay, so it, that's the way the Ravid learns that it's a question of use. Okay. Okay, finally, I just want to say one other thing. I know it's not part of the, the Mishnah, but I thought it was very interesting. It was something I saw in the States of him. He brings down from Rav Zilberstein, and this was Nagea during COVID. And they asked Rav Zilberstein the following question. They asked him, yeah. The question was, there were eight people who came to a minion in a base island, Right? They came, and so they were in a they were in a cemetery, right? And they wanted to make a minion. And there were another no, there two people on on the other side of the the the, 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 the street. There was a street there. You know, you've been in so Kohanim standing over there on the other side of the street, right? So they wanted to be start them to a minion. Do they have to come closer to the group or not? That was the question. So he brings over here. That Mishabur um, says, "Asara Yehudim Hamafuzdarin Al Pnei Hasada." If you have ten Yidden who are spread out among a field, close man shorim mechad es hasheni v'sham meskolos shleal shiat tibor. As long as they see each other and they hear the voice of the shleat tibor, then mitzarif and hein lamin. They're mitzarif. Okay. 
Um, then he writes. He writes. Okay. In Rishus Haravim, Mavsekas Beinehem. But if there's a public street between them, the Prima Godim says they're not Mavsarif. And they, and, and, and they learn and they learn it out from our Mishnah, from this Mishnah. This is the headquarters in this Mishnah. Because this Mishnah says that it's considered a hefsek by a chotzer, and therefore they're not mitzarif. And therefore he says, Lefize. This is from the Shasu Chuas Minchas Yitzchal Kegla Beis, Simon Memdalad. Kimon Shemokar Haprima Godim, Shemrav Shusarab Mafsekis, is. Please, please close that. This is from Hilcha Zimun, right? This is from Hilcha Zimun. So, therefore, uh, uh, um, I'm sorry. Yeah. So, so he says like this If it's a shvil in a base oilam, if it's a shvil in a base oilam, the base oilam shvil is only used to go from one place in, in the base oilam to another place. It's not used. To travel through, it's not a thoroughfare that travels through the base oilum. You know, the base oilum is usually surrounded by a fence, mm-hmm. right? So you have those little paths that go between the kvarim. That's not considered a hefsek, because that 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 wouldn't constitute a hefsek. And that's what they. And this is the chilek that, that we're learning from the Peya. Shvil hayochet ha'ifer b'emsa hasoda ma'afsek lepeya leiting peya l'chol chatzavatzad. But that's a derech bein shtei sodos. That's a that's a derech. Even that is a, a path between two fields. You're going using that path to go from one field to the other path. But if the, that path is just to get around within the one field, that that's never a shayla. Anyway, I, I thought it was very interesting that this this whole thing. I mean, I remember when there was a, we had a whole minion going on over there in the um, around the corner um, in the cul-de-sac over there by Shmuel uh, Tarshish. Where he lives over there, right around the corner there, they had a minion there for a long time, and in the cul-de-sac, there's a sidewalk. So the side, so the, so the sidewalk goes all the way around the entire cul-de-sac, and that, I was thinking that that might that might be a problem, because that's talking about that path is used to go from one place to another. It's not to just go around within the backyard over there. There, it's used to go through. So if you're going to use this as criteria, that would be a that would be a hefsek between fields for payah. So if you're going to use it as in a strict sense, that might be a problem. Anyway, just thought it was an interesting thing to look at. Okay, let's go weiter. Where are we at? We are now. We started the new parak, second parak. We are on 16b1, and we're about to begin the Gemara. Okay. Mm-hmm. You with me? Mm-hmm. So the Mishnah says that there's different things that, that divide up the field. The Gemara brings the, the, the Pesukim for this. It says, in the bottom, if you look at the bottom right of the Gemara, it says, it brings the Pesuk. That's why you can test test. It's Pesuk Kedoshim, right? So it says, Sadochah. Says your field. So exactly how this drasha works. Let's just learn first. Let, we'll, we'll learn. We'll learn just pasha pshat, and then I'll tell you what the gra says. Sancha. Oh, this is David is calling. Hold one second, please.
Recording in progress. Okay, so it says sodcha. We're trying to explain what, what, how we know that it has to be one field and it can't have a shaloyotzim is sodcha Since it says sodcha, let's say simply, it's a lashin yachid. The beginning of the pasuk it says of artzachem. This is this is the way the grog explains that it's 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 a it's It sounds like a large mass of land, and sodcha sounds like an individual field. So the pasuk is telling me. That sometimes it is possible for it to be a large mass of land. That's if there's no hefsek. If there are hefsekas, then it's sarcha. Then it's each field independently. So that's the way the drush is going to work. Let's see. Uh, anybody else say over here anything else? Yeah. Yeah, that's basically it. Harvest of your land. It's, it's a lashon yachid. Okay? Now let's go weiter. Veinu All right. Now here we have, this is a really strange, uh, this is a really strange word here. So some of Farsham say that this really should this really should not say mukhubar, it should say mukhuvar with two valves. Mm-hmm. And mukhuvar means it's not clear. So if you learn that if you're gonna learn Gyrus that way, then the shot is in Mukhuvar, it's not clear whether this is a Dindir Raisa or is this a Dindir Abbanan. Now these have sekas that we've just enumerated in the Mishnah. Is that a Dindir Raisa or is that a Dindir Abbanan? That seems to be the question. Even though we dash in the Pasuk, Sodcha, but, you know, Sodcha might just tell me that, yeah, it's possible if I have one field here and one field in another city, so the Arisa I can't get from one field on the other field. But the fact that a, a path would divide the field in half, that might be a Dindra That's That seems to be the question here. Eina Mukhuvar. It's not clear. The Entamer Mukhuvar, if you're going to say it's clear, Meaning, if it's clear to you that this din of uh, uh, a path or a, or, 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 or a, a canal or, or, or a little a little uh, creek, whatever, if these things are clear to you that they are the Arisa, so the Gemara says, Afilus Mafsek. So then why would it not be true by an orchard as well? Why why would there be a difference? Like you asked before, what's the svar between uh, an orchard? And uh, a wheat field. Why should it be a difference? The sin of Tamon, how come Asik was Rhyme? They Masak the Ilan Ella God there. But like we said, I just quoted you this before. Everything's Masak when we said that the, these Hefsekas are breaking up a field. That's only if it's a, a, a Tfua field. But not if it's a if it's an orchard, except unless it's a unless there's a ten tefak fence. So that's the Gemara, the Gemara's, the Gemara's uh, proof. So Hagadar Mukhuvar, it implies this is very repetitious. The language is, is very the way we're learning the Gemara, it's it, it's very unclear. The language here, it's repetitious and it's not clear. Hagadar Mukhuvar, which implies that a a, a fence is is definitely a deraisa, because that divides the field. Vayna Mukhuvar, but this but this is not this is also not clear. In Tayma Mukhuvar. Yeah, now we're going to Daf Yud Zayin Omeral. Okay, let me. Yeah, I'm just going to continue. So we're going. So right. So so again. So we're discussing. So and I'm going to tell you that maybe the fence is also not clear that it's their right. So why? Because the, there's an exception by the fence also. It's it's going to say in the Mishnah that if it's say or kotesh. Okay, if if it's a mafsik, um, that if the, the branches 
above it are, are in other words you have the branches from one side of the wall of the fence and branches from the other side of the fence growing over the top of the fence so it's mixing up the two sides of the fence so then it says that the fence is not a hefsek the Gemara feels that that kind of distinction between whether it has growth over the fence or doesn't have growth over the fence, that's clearly an indicator that this is not dealing with a Din Torah. Dine Torah don't work like that. That sounds like a Durabonim. What does it look like? Does it look like it's the same? Does it not look like it's the same? The Gemara feels that's, that's so it's not clear that even fences are their rights. By Ari Miklot, don't we, we have a different criteria? We go by the trunk. If you had the same situation that's, in Ari Miklot... That's a total, totally different din. That's a different din. So it's a totally different din. That's a din whether you go Vosim Meikari, whether you go Vosim Nofo, to determine whether you're inside the Ari Miklot or outside the Ari Miklot. Totally different din. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's what the Gemara says. The Sninon, and how you say, Arkhat, Yashen HaMasek, Lanosim Peh, Lakol, Hadar Moshen HaMuchovar, so it seems to me that it's not a Doraisa din. In Tema Muchovar, who... If you're going to say that that is also uh, a din del raisa, right? So then I feel So then, even if the branches were only on one side of the fence, it should not divide the field. This non If they're if they're the the rule is this rule, this exception by the wall is if the, the the branches are both coming from both sides. Both the, the trees on the right and trees on the left, and they're they're interlocking over the top, so that's when it's not not considered a hefsek. Ha mitzan echon masik, but it implies that if you only had one side, let's say there was overgrowth coming from just one side of the fence growing over the the wall, that it would not be masik. I'm sorry. Ha mit one second. Yeah, it is masik. It is then it is a wall. Then it would be considered masik, right? It, it's anal masik. We're trying to explain. Is this fence going to be a break for the two for the two sides of the of the field or not? So it, it says if it is Sarah Kotesh Mikan the Ainomashik, then the wall is not a hefsek. But if it's only Mitsanacho, then it is Mafsik. So this distinction regarding the circumstance in which knocking branches negate the power of the fence to divide must surely be rabbinic. So the whole din must be rabbinic. So that's 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 uh, that, that's so that's the Gemara. The Gemara is clearing this Shiloh. Is this then der Raisa? Is it then Drabanan? And trying to prove different ways. The language is extremely difficult over here. The the what's his name? The the uh, the Bnei Moshe has a completely different Mahalak in the whole Gemara. He's Garis Mukubar, the way we have it. And just to give you a just brief outline, what he's ta- what he says we're talking about is is the uh, is the strip. It's okay. Is is the street? <laughs> so whatever. Is the stream? Mukhubar um, means is it is it is it goes from one end of the field to the other end of the field? I think that's what he says. Take a look. You'll see. Ena uh, Mukhubar. See the second line. The second line after the Gemara. He says Anachal Koi. It's going on the on on the on the stream. That it doesn't have to be that it's one continuous stream from one end of the field to the other field. 
even if it's not completely connected, and it's broken up into separate kind of like sections, then, then still, Anyway, so that's a, he 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 learns the he he learns mukhubar means connected, so it's a whole different mahalach. Okay, if you see we're going now in the or by the two dots. If you see b'shem, if you see barchanino, hifresh peyam isonu lechaver to aloy kacha. So if you take one peya from another side, from one field to another, obviously it's not going to work because it's it's not connected, right? So they asked the following question to Reb Yasa. Now, this is talking about a boundary strip. I don't have a clear vision in my head what boundary strips look like. But it says over here on 9, a Metzar is a narrow strip of land that separates two fields being either higher or lower than the fields themselves. So, so kind of like, a, like a mound or something. How do you something mean? Something like a, like a crime case. Like, like put it like on one side, of, from one tree to another tree. Yeah, but it's, it's actually, it's, 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 but, it's, like but it's, it's land. It's, it's a land, though. Yeah. It's like a truck. Yeah, something like that. It's a narrow strip of land. It's higher or lower. It's higher or lower. But whatever it is. So the question is, the question they asked of Yasa is, if you wanted to give Peya from one side of the, of the boundary strip to the other side of the boundary strip, so is, it, is, it, is that considered a break? Usramina, and he, Rabbi Yasa avoided answering the question. It sounded like he was unsure, is a boundary strip a divider or not a divider? So, you know, it, it didn't mention, right, is is the list in the Mishnah comprehensive so that any other kind of a break is not going to be a break, right? How do, how do you view it? So he wasn't sure, you know, is it comprehensive, is it not comprehensive? That's, Rabbi Yasa didn't know what to say. That's what it says over here. So the Gemara has a complaint to Rabbi Yasa. Rabbi Yasa seems to be inconsistent. Now we're on your Zainama base. And we're going to show the inconsistency in Rav Yosef. This need in Tamwan. Ma'idu chacham l'Rabbi Kiva v'zareya shavas echad v'shloshem v'komos. So now here you need a little hakdama to understand. This is these actually are mishnayos later on. We're going to learn them soon. Um, the Mishnah talked about you had. Um, it's a dill is shamir. Shamir is dill. Okay. In modern Hebrew. Yeah, so let's talk about let's talk about what I was talking about earlier. So the Mishnah earlier, before this, to get to the context of what Rabbi Kiva and Rachel were talking about. So the previous uh, case that's not brought here is you had a field which was completely planted with one type of produce, and there were certain parts of the field that were more fertilized than others. So in the fertilized areas, obviously, the, the wheat grew faster and better, and it ripened earlier, right? Now you go ahead and you go ahead and you harvest those spots. So now you made what's called what, and it looks like, we called it manure. It's like it looks like a leopard skin because you have a checkerboard. You have checkerboard. You have black black spots in between in the middle of the field. So now the question is, um, what's the deal with payah? 
So is this considered like separate fields? And now you have to give payer for those areas that you cut. And now you're going to have to give separate payer later on when you cut the rest of the field. Or do you say, well, that's just the beginning. But So that's the sheet of Rabbi Kiva. That's considered separate. The Chacham disagree. No, they hold that that's just the beginning of the cutting. Ultimately, you'll cut down the whole field and then you'll just give payer one time for the whole thing. That's the, that's the basic Machlechus Rabbi Kiva and the Chacham. After that, it says, Umoidem Chacham Rabbi Kiva, that they, they'll agree to Rabbi Kiva. In which case? In the case of Zerea Shemes Ocharo Bishlosh Makomos. So what that means is you're planting. Um, these are these 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 um, these types of plants, mustard and dill. They only require a little bit. You don't need a full field of it necessarily. So what you'll do is you'll intersperse little patches. Uh, you'll put little patches of. You'll plant a couple little patches of dill or mustard, whatever. And then what happens is they'll become ripe also at different times. So, yeah, no, no, yeah, we're talking about within, it's not mixed with other things. It's 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 by itself. So it says like this. So 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 it it, it says that the chachamim are moida to him that each time you cut from each patch, you're going to have to take payah from that patch. And then when you go and cut the next patch of mustard, you'll have to take payer from that patch. Each patch will require its own separate. In other words, even though Chacham hold by the wheat, that you wait for the end, when it comes to the mustard, you go into each patch and do the payer separately. What's the difference? The Gemara says. Because, skip that line, forget about Kenim Asisa. Not good that. Shmuel Amar. Because the first one does not wait for the last one. I mean, they, they're picked at different times, so they require separate payers. Wait, is this different things that he's planting? Or he's plant, it's all, let, let's assume for the time being that it's all mustard. I believe that's correct. So that, the, the line that you skipped, that's what it says. Yeah. It, 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 Meaning that he's planting, because if it's three different things, this far would be sensible to say that he needs to leave payer from each one. Because if you take uh, a sixteenth of chardal, what is that going to do for dill for the ani? He needs dill. You know what I'm saying? If it's different produce, it would make sense that he needs to leave pay up from each different thing. But if it's just three of the same, why would it? Why, what's the difference? I'm saying if he left for a sixteenth from the from the first one that ripened, it could be yotze for the rest of them. I'm saying as long as it's a sixteenth of the entire it, space. It, yeah, but but the problem is that they're 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 harvested at different times. That's that I, that I, that's I, what Shmuel is saying. They, I understand. So I don't think they ripen at different times. They ripen at different times. Yeah, I mean we, we have to be careful. We have to be careful here because we said remember we said and, and this was this is the Tyson Center actually asked this question. We said that if something ripens at different times, it's not high and pay altogether. Remember, it has to be like kitoso kaachas. That's why a, a fig tree is not high in. Right, but I'm saying in, here in, saying in, it's but, the same kind. But but here it's the same kind. It's just planted at different times. It seems times. to be planted in different in, areas. Different so areas. Different I, I, I I don't have this arise claw exactly why it's 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 not 
an exception. He he quotes the Taisus Yantov later on in the Gemara. If you want to if you want to take a look, uh, let's see where is this? This is. Uh, is a case where. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm learning that way. Right now, I'm learning that way for now. Let me go. Let me go one second. Let me go to 27. Hold one second. Here, it's the question. If you take a look at 26 B1, footnote six. Go to 26 B1. Footnote 6. He brings over that the Taisus Yantav asks, why a crop that did not ripen uniformly is subject to pay at all? Taisus Yantav answers, it's not necessary for the entire field to ripen uniformly, but only for all the produce on each plant to do so. Hence, a fig tree is exempt from pay up because the figs on one side of the tree may grow at a different rate than those on the other side of the same tree. In Aramish's case, the kernels on each stalk ripen at the same time. So basically, Tzitzitzel is saying the rule of the Gitoso Ka'akas is a rule which applies to a plant, to an individual plant. So if you have an individual plant which has various times of ripening, then that tree will be, that plant will be exempt. Hey, tomatoes are exempt. Tomatoes are exempt, yes. Tomatoes are, tomatoes are exempt anyway because it's a vegetable and it doesn't have kiam. But that would that that would also be that would also be that would also be correct. But so 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 that that's the way he answers. Well, he's just he was really addressing even the case of the Mishnah, which with the wheat where you have certain patches of the wheat becoming a ripening at different times. So over here, okay. So let's talk about the. So we're saying that our three patches of mustard, each patch ripens at the same time, but not necessarily one, two, and three at the same time. That's correct. That's correct, basically. Let me just keep going a little further down here. Um, so if I go to 27A2, footnote 12, the Mishnah would seem to mean that dill and mustard were planted together, and that peya must be left from each one separately. However, that cannot be the mission's intent, because it goes without saying that two completely different species, dill and mustard, are independently subject to peya. Rather, the mission refers to two different situations, one where dill is planted alone, and another where mustard is planted alone. Okay, so it's three patches that are close to one another. If they were far apart, of course, they would need their own peya. It emerges that the Mishnah refers to one species that is planted in patches that are near one another. Nevertheless, the sages agree that one peya does not suffice, and that's what the Gemara goes ahead to explain. And if you turn to the next page, 27b1, there the Gemara brings Shmuel again, just like an our Gemara, so it's worth it to read it there. It's because the first plant that ripens among them does not wait for the last plant among them, and, and they ripen are picked at different times. So footnote one, let's read it. When a farmer notice, <coughs> notices a plant of dill or mustard is beginning to dry, you will pluck it and leave the other moist plants in the ground. They'll divide a crop of dill or mustard in this manner. Even the sages agree, dry and moist plants are deemed separate species. 
So they only argue with Rabbi Kiva when it comes to grain, where they usually wait till the whole thing is, is ripened. If they did a little early, it doesn't make a difference. That's not called distinct. Okay, have we got it? Is everybody everybody on board here with me? How to learn this Mishnah? How, how, how we're learning this? So that's Shmuel. So Shmuel says, okay, so, all right, so we're going to say this clearly. We're talking about where you planted three different patches of mustard, which were in close proximity to one another. The reason why you ha- the Chachamim agreed to Rebbe Kiva that with each time that you pick the mustard, it requires its own separate payah, is because since they're picked at different times, they consider it like separate species. That's what we're going to say it now. Okay, that's what, are we good? Are we good with that? Just where you left off, look at the next paragraph, 27D1, according to this explanation in the Mishnah. Yeah, that's exactly what I just said. That's exactly what I said. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now, Rabbi Yossa, Okay. Now we're coming. Now we're coming to the point here. Let's just re- keep on keep in mind what the original question was. Rabbi Yossa was asked, "What's the rule with?" This um, what's the divider called? Uh, what do you call it? Beitzar. Yeah, Beitzar is the English. What's the thing? A boundary strip. Yeah, the bound a boundary strip. Um, so the question they asked him was, is that going to be a divider when it comes to payo? And he didn't answer because he seems to not know. He seems to be in doubt about it. The Gemara is trying to bring this whole discussion because of this Rabbi Yossi we're about to quote now. So now we're talking about the Chachamim. Not arguing with Rabbi Kiva in the case of the mustard because of the reason we're going to give now for Rabbi Yossi. Rabbi Yossi B'Shem Rabbi Yossi, they should darkly zara arugos arugos. Why do the Chacham agree to Rabbi Kiva? Because dill and mustard are commonly grown in patches. Each patch is treated like a separate field. Okay, that's what it says here. Seven herbs of this kind are not planted in field-sized plots. Small patches. The patch to these herbs, what a field is to other crops, just as payer cannot be, felt, be left in one field on another, so too can't be left in one patch for another. Okay, so that's what we're saying now. So the only difference between him and the previous one is he's looking, the previous one was just looking at his individual plants. He's looking at his individual um, uh, patches. Rose. Rose. Or rose. Arugos. Rose. Correct. And between them, he, tra- he, tra- the, the, he, he translates... It's, a it's it's called a patch. It's not a row. Arugo is a, is a, he translates as a arugo. It's not a section. Uh, yeah. They don't plant uh, dill in an entire field. They just take a right. section of the field and they plant it. I so guess. so if you anyway, the bottom line is well, let's just let's just explain what the question is. Now this is the question: If Rabbi understood that the fact that you plant things in separate patches is considered enough of a distinction that we're going to take separate pay us, so then surely, this is the way the Rishami sees it, surely a Metzar, a boundary separation, certainly should be considered a, a separation. Why did he have a doubt? It should have been partial to him that it is a break. That's, this, is a, this is a very, this is not easy to figure out. And here he says, this and here he's supic. That's the Gemara's question. So the Gemara says, "Pshita leishul mafsek." The Gemara continues, "No, 
It was Pasha Tam. It's for sure considered a Hefsek by a, by a Meitzar. Oh, what was his doubt? Lot Shrifa, where was it? He have a question? So when did he have the question? When was he have the question? So it doesn't even speak it out in the Hebrew. It only says it here in the English. That's the plants that are growing in the Meitzar. On the boundary strip itself. The question was only whether what grows on the boundary strip itself can take effect as payer for the adjoining field or whether it cannot take effect as payer for the adjoining field. In other words, the divider itself, can you take payer on that divider? Well, I, the question is, can you take payer from, from each aruga? What aruga? We're not talking about aruga. I'm talking about mezer now. On each side of the mezer is an aruga. There's a field. There's oh, a whole field. field. There's a whole field on each side of the Meitzar. Now, the, the, the stuff that's growing on the Meitzar is the question that whether you can take for one field or for both fields. Okay. The, the, this, this, is, this was totally... I, I had exactly the same suffix. I did not understand. What is, the, what, is it, what is it trying to say? Am I taking... It's, it's considered a divider. So where is he taking the pay for? The field on the left or the field on the right? Which field is it? The question is, is it its own field? Aruga is the right, so that's what we're asking. One second, Does it belong to itself, or is it connected to either side? If it was connected to either side, which side would you choose? It would just be one long field. No, we're saying saying it was Pasha to him that the Meitzar is a divider, and divides the two fields, one from the other. Then it's its own rishos. Then, if the, but we're asking is if he takes peya, is it considered? Right. Let's take a look at twelve. Yeah. yeah look at twelve. Look at. Let's look at footnote twelve. Okay. Let's read it together. If the crop grew on the boundary strip as well as on the field, and you designated the part growing on the boundary strip as peya for the field, does it take effect as peya for the field or not? I'm going to say this. I'm going to say. It's telling his kavona. He has a kavona. I'm going to take payer from this strip for this field. That's all. I, I don't. I, I don't need to go any further than that. If his kavona is such that it's for that, that's the suffix that. Uh, what I'm saying, he says the maskana says good. Well, the question is, is it part of the field, basically? Yes. The fact that that kavona that, makes it part yeah, of. We're going to end up saying that. Yeah. Although we concluded above that boundary strip surely divides between two fields, this is in respect to pay a left in one field for another. The boundary strip is not critical to the functioning of the fields. It's considered an entity in its own right and divides the fields. However, with respect to pay a designated on the boundary strip itself, that may be different, for the boundary strip has no independent function. Its sole purpose is to mark the limits of the field through which it passes. So maybe it should be different. That seems to be the subject. So now let's just say the last line of the Gemara, and we're done. Tani Reb this is the answer to the question. Hifrish peya misana lechavata loikitra. If you separate one peya from one field on another, it's no good. Shramimar apilu meitzar. So even peya left on the boundary strip will not work for that field. That's the concluding of the Gemara. says, yeah, that's it. Okay. And that's where we'll stop tonight. <laughs> so we're ending here. That ends Daf Yud Zayin. We'll give Yud Hashem Daf Yud Ches tomorrow.
Recording stopped. That's a huge finish.